You're listening to Oh Hey Life, the podcast designed to elevate your thinking, question the status quo, and motivate you to start living the life you actually freaking want. Welcome to another episode of Oh Hey Life. Today is Friday the 31st of January if you're listening to this episode on the day that it's released and if you listened to the inaugural episode back on the 17th of January you'll know that this month I also had my 31st birthday. So I thought what better day to talk about being 31 and more specifically at this stage of being an adult. 31, right? You're definitely at the stage of being an adult, supposedly. Since I skipped university and went straight to working in the big bad world, I became fairly accustomed to being told I was so grown up. I'm so mature out there with a real adult grown up job, you know, let alone a year or two later when I started talking about buying a house. But The thing is, even at 31, I don't feel like an adult. I never have. And I'm at a point now where I'm I'm okay with that. I am more than okay with that. But I didn't used to be. I'm I am now, and I have been for some time. But as I've gotten older, I've really started thinking and started questioning the concept of being an adult. And that questioning, you know, the increasing level of questioning ran concurrently with my increasing acceptance of not feeling like an adult to the point where I now truly believe, and again have have believed for some time, that adulting is a fallacy. Adulting is a fallacy, a complete and utter fallacy. It's a societal label constructed largely by the way we're institutionalized to progress through childhood into adulthood. Now, nothing against the institution. Obviously, we need education and so forth. So, of course, I'm going to get into why I believe that. And, and also how only behaving and thinking within the constraints of so-called adulting can really limit your happiness and contentment. But first, let's rewind a bit and do something you've probably noticed is becoming a bit of a pattern in this podcast. But it's a really important thing to do in order to assume an understanding. And that's to look at the definition of adult or adulting. Adult as a noun is a person who is fully grown or developed. So it describes the the physical and mental and brain development of a person. I think the more common definition that we use these days though is as an informal verb. So to adult or, you know, to be good at adulting. And when I googled this, the verb was defined as to behave in a way characteristic of a responsible adult, especially by accomplishing mundane but necessary tasks. Now, don't get me wrong, I get immense satisfaction from mundane tasks. I have one of those Dyson cordless stick vacuums and holy moly you know I've got a cat vacuuming is extremely satisfying very mundane 
I suppose a bit exciting because of the Dyson, but you know, it's a mundane task that I accomplish and I, I feel good about it, right? But really when when we're looking up to the values of being an adult or the you know the label of being an adult is that really what we're striving for i mean yes we need to be responsible we we need to be morally accountable for our own behavior and and capable of being trusted but does that justify excluding things that may not be perceived as quote-unquote grown-up or adult that make us happy from our lives? One of the reasons why I wanted to do an episode on this is I get a lot of people say to me, oh, you're always so happy. How are you so positive? You have such an optimistic outlook on life. Now, from the outside looking in, it, you know, people could be fooled for thinking that, it, that it's easy for me, right? They, they see someone who's, um, you know, they've got a, a fancy car. She's obviously got some money. She's, she's got a great body. But I mean, hell, I've been through things. I've dealt with immense grief. I've, I've been severely, severely ill in my, in my mid late twenties before as well. So, you know, those superficial things, they, they don't make me happy. There are three really significantly contributing factors to my happiness. And the first one is what I spoke about at the beginning. It's having that level of comfort around, you know, not not at all feeling like the adult that society would generally expect of a 31-year-old. I certainly don't limit my thinking and my actions to the constraints of that expectation. And as I mentioned, I I definitely wasn't always that way. You know, when I was in my early 20s, my career was progressing fairly fairly rapidly. I held a management position when I was 21. And you know, in my early 20s, I really kept a rein on these two different personas, you know. There was there was work Lani and then there was out of work Lani. It wasn't until I was around the age of 25 that I began to, I suppose, care less <laughs> and, and merge my, my adult, you know, my, my work persona with my true self, with the true Lani. It doesn't mean you start behaving inappropriately in, in specific situations, you know, feeling more comfortable with not feeling like the adult that you supposedly should be at whatever age you are doesn't mean that you don't maintain a certain standard of behavior in in professional situations, for example. So I'll give you some examples from my own life for some context. So I solve highly complex business problems, but I've had pink hair for a year quite recently and I've been known to wear uh, clothes from the children's section at Kmart because you know I like the color pink uh, and the clothes they're cute they got cute little cherries on them and stuff so um, I've also been told that I'm very mature intelligent and, and driven professionally but every single morning I put hundreds and thousands on my breakfast you know the, those little rainbow sprinkles in New Zealand, we call them hundreds and thousands. They're kid things, but imagine if I didn't do them because they're not grown up. I'd be preventing those things from making me happy. 
they're not quote unquote adult behaviors, but do they mean that I'm not responsible? Do, do they mean that, you know, I can't be trusted? Do they mean that I don't accomplish the mundane but necessary tasks that we need to as adults? No, I mean, God, no, but but they add color and happy to, happiness to my life. You know, literally color in the case of the sprinkles. If I don't touch on the other two most significantly contributing factors to my happiness, I know someone will pull me up on it. So I'll say what they are very quickly. Uh, one, it's acceptance of the things that are outside of my control. And two, the reactions that I choose to have to the things that happen around me. But look, I want to stay on topic and, and build on this concept around having the level of comfort about not feeling like the adult you supposedly should be at whatever age you are. And sadly, you know, I see people, especially between the age of around 25 to 40. And the reason why I think I see that is that I, I see it manifest as people who aren't comfortable in their own skin. You know, they're not comfortable in being their true selves or, or they, they limit themselves from doing things that, that they would find fun in, that they would find joy in. If you can increase your level of comfort in living outside that social construct, you can remove one of those glass ceilings. You know, if you are one of those people and you do struggle with having that, that inner child and your, and your true self conflicting with the adult label... You can increase your level of comfort and acceptance around that and, and remove that glass ceiling that lies between you and, and happiness and contentment. Now, some people may argue with me here and <laughs> they may very well be the ones who, who are so deeply confined by their own self-limiting belief and the need to conform to this picture-perfect image image of adulthood. But, but what I'm about to say blew someone's mind recently and uh, I mean god it's not that profound but children are born happy happiness is our natural state we only learn to become unhappy as we get older as we take on these mundane domesticities that that are involved with being an adult you know setting aside you know, tragedies and, and sad events and grief and loss and heartbreak. You know, it's, it's constraining ourselves as we get older that offsets that happiness that we were born with. The last point I want to touch on is the expectation to settle. Okay, now I'm a female. I get questioned all the time. Why aren't you married? Where are your children? You know, are you loved up yet? Oh my God, like piss off, right? Let's talk about the, the idea behind those questions. You know, it's the expectation to settle. Now, once again, I'm going to look at the definition. So let's look at the definition of settling. And, and there's more than one. Firstly, it can mean to resolve or, or reach an agreement. Um, think of a legal dispute, you know, come to a mutual agreement. Okay, that, that's fine. And number two, you can settle a bill. Well, <laughs> ain't that the truth as you become an adult? It can also mean settle a baby. You know, you want to calm a baby. But it also means 
accept or agree to something that one considers to be less than satisfactory. You know, settling for less, that's not to be confused with contentment. Contentment is a choice in itself and you can choose to be content, content with whatever you want. But settling implies a sense of reluctance. Again, how is that something to strive for? Oh, I feel a bit of a relief getting to the end of this episode, actually. This, this subject really, really fires me up. I think yeah, somewhat being a woman contributes to that as well because I feel that there is an expectation to be at a certain stage in your life as you get older as a woman. Um, but the reality is none of us are really adults. I mean, come on. None of us really know what we're doing. Yes, we're intelligent. We've made a point, hopefully we've made a point of accumulating knowledge that's useful. It can be applied to help others or or create really cool things. But isn't it a beautiful thought that inside, in our hearts, we still have that happiness we were born with. We just need to learn how to let it be. If you can relate to this, I hope that my explanation around adulting and the fact that it really is a giant fallacy has given you some ideas to to feel happier and and more content. And look, I will go deeper into those other two factors that contribute to my own happiness and contentment in the future. But for now, I need to leave it there. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back next Friday. But in the meantime, I will put any relevant links in the show notes below. I'm Lani Fogelberg. I hope you have a spectacular day. See you next time. 